What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey guys, we're on day 10 in the Mark podcast. We're still in chapter one. We're trying to go verse by verse. Hopefully this is helping you. And so today we're in chapter one, continuing on in verse 40. When Jesus, uh, so so yesterday Nick was with us and he, we've already seen that Jesus is trying to get away. He, he shows an importance of personal discipleship, a personal, he wants to spend time with his father. That's a, that's a pattern for us to follow. And the crowds are just getting more huge. Like, and so he, his ministry is starting to already be kind of hampered as it were. And so we're going to continue on to see that today. Jesus is getting really popular. So here's Mark chapter 1, verses 40. And a leper came to him, imploring him, and kneeling, said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him, and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded for proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it and spread the news so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places, and people were coming to him from every quarter. And so... That's just an amazing story. We, we see that this leper is healed. Now, leprosy is a pretty gross disease. Uh, we don't have to go into detail on that, but it, you, it's, it's not just an outside thing. It's an inside thing. You don't feel pain, and you, you're basically rotting away. Let's just keep it simple. And so that goes to show it's, it's a, it's, the disease itself is a picture. It's symbolizing sin, which is why you see it talked about so much in the Old Testament. And why we see the first point I wrote in this story is that, yes, this is an amazing story. The guy is healed and he exemplifies great faith. He says, you can make me clean. Like he knows that Jesus has the ability. He's not like, well, if you could, I'd like to. He's like, I know you can if you want to. If you will, Jesus, will you heal me? And Jesus does heal him. And so that's a great picture of faith, right? So that's, that's awesome. But the first thing I wrote was that physical healing isn't enough. And that's that's goes into what leprosy was about anyway. See, a leper was a man whom the culture considered an outcast, right? And so it's like uh, we just don't want to be around, like right? That's that's pretty obvious. Don't want to be around someone who's sick if it's catching. I don't want to get that. So they're an outcast. Put them outside the camp. And in fact, they were commanded to do so in in the Old Testament, not only for religious reasons, but for practical, pragmatic common sense reasons that it, that disease wouldn't spread. And so culturally, this guy's an outcast, okay? And then he's coming to Jesus and approaching him, and that, that shows great faith. But also, his physical healing wasn't enough because the law judged him ceremonially unclean. You see this in Leviticus uh, 13 through 14. So he, he can't even approach God because it's symbolizing this sin. God is holy. He can't have this in his presence. And so there's this whole ceremonial uncleanliness, like 
He's unclean. He can't approach God. And so he's culturally an outcast. He's ceremonially unclean. And then socially, he's deemed by everybody else to be cursed by God. Because, of course, he must have done something in his life to deserve this. So he's being seen as an outcast, he's unclean, and he's cursed. And so physical healing in this guy's life, in any leper's life, wasn't enough. He needed to be healed, yes, but also to be cleansed. And so that's why Jesus sends him uh, to, to the synagogue to show the priests and go through that ritual the, the whole thing that we see in the Old Testament talking about ritual cleansing to prove that he can now come back into society. So he's, he's physically healed and then restored. He's an outcast now put inside. He's, he's now within, back in fellowship with uh, the people of Jerusalem, and, and Jesus saw to it that he, he, he had all those things because he healed him, and he was going to cleanse him. And that's the whole point of Jesus' ministry. And so there's another thing that comes in this text. The second thing I wrote is like, why did Jesus tell him to be quiet? Wouldn't you want him to go spread the word? And, and aren't we called to, to talk about Jesus and what Jesus has done for us? Well, yes, that's true. And this concept here, he tells him, he, he sternly charges him, hey, don't tell people about this. And, and then he sends him away. And so I'm like, why, why is he doing this? This is often called the messianic secret. Uh, there's a couple different ways of dealing this with this. But the thing I wrote was that Jesus wants people who want him, not just what he can do for us, right? Jesus wants people to want him and not just what he can do for you, right? So he sends this guy away with a command to keep his mouth shut, right? Because Jesus is on a mission. We said that a couple days ago. Jesus doesn't want people who merely seek miracles, Right? The miracles were attesting to his preaching. What Jesus wants is true followers who seek him. Who is this that heals? Well, it's the second person of the Trinity. It's God as man who is coming to, to fulfill what it means to be um, the Messiah, to save his people from their sin. See, healing isn't enough if you end up having to die, which is the penalty of sin. And so like physical healing isn't enough. You need to be cleansed and made right before God. And so this guy, he's enthusiastic, but disobedient. We can kind of understand, like I would be super excited if I was healed of certain physical things. And then I want to tell people about it. But then Jesus told me not to, that's being disobedient. And he specifically in this era of Jesus's ministry, it's his preaching ministry which again, as we said a couple of days ago, was the most important part, and now it's hampered. And so to when we answer that question, well, why did he tell them to shut up? Well, it's because Jesus wants people who want him and not just what Jesus can do for them. And then the second question that arises from that answer is, well, didn't Jesus know that was going to happen? Then, then why did he do it? And the answer to that is yes. And that's the point. It's the irony of it. So I read this in a commentary from Daniel Aiken, and I'll just read what he wrote. If you think about this leper who's who had to be on the outside of society, and anytime he comes near, he has to say, unclean, unclean, and yell and make sure people are away from him. And then he approaches Jesus, and he gets physically healed. But we said he needs to be more than healed, right? He needs to be cleansed. And so ironically, uh, Daniel Aiken writes this, ironically, Jesus and the leper have now traded places. The leper is now on the inside with family and friends, and now Jesus is on the outside in a lonely and desolate place. 
that he's getting from the verse 45. Jesus could no longer openly enter the town, but was out in a desolate place, and people were coming to him from every quarter. And so he's traded places. The leper's on the inside. Jesus is now on the outside. This is a picture of substitution, and it's the heart of the gospel. It's why Jesus came. He will take on himself our sin, our sorrow, our shame, and in return, he gives us his forgiveness, his holiness, and his righteousness. So this is a picture of the exchange. And why Jesus did this, knowing full well the outcome that his preaching ministry would be hampered? Well, it's he's writing scripture, obviously, but it's the whole point of it. It's the whole story itself, and the irony of it is Jesus' ministry. It's why he came to, to save a disobedient people, right? This guy's enthusiastic, but disobedient. And Jesus is saying, you know what? I'll trade places with you. And the guy, he knows the guy's going to, you know, not do what he told him to. And isn't that true in our lives? And so we see this picture of the man who's healed, but uh, physical healing isn't enough. We need more. And that's exactly what Jesus came to do and to trade places with us. So the practical application, the problems in your life on this side of heaven, if Jesus solved them, that wouldn't be enough. You need to be made right with God. And if you are made right with God, are you seeing Jesus for who he is and not just what he can do for you? And are you really living out of that exchange life that he has swapped places with you? I know that's a, a has a, a, a bunch of different practical applications. So hopefully that encourages you today. We'll see you back on the next episode of the New Vision Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.